Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. And with that, we welcome you inside of Studio 34. This is your BFFs. He is Frank Stample. I am Greg Sussman. Frank, hey, what's happening? Greg, happy Friday to you. Happy Valentine's Day, buddy. You got big plans? I do, man. I got some big, big plans. It's a Chris Lane song for you. A who? A country singer. Oh, God. He made a song that he had big, big plans. He's going to propose to his uh, fiance, to his girlfriend, and he told her about that. He's writing the song about her. He plays it for her. He's at his uh, future father-in-law's house. He plays it for her. She figures it out. The whole video is about him proposing. It's awesome. I recommend you check it out. I will not be doing any of that, and it doesn't surprise me that downstairs before the show, we were having a conversation about how much I hate country music. Should have been there, Greg. Should have been there. You got some big, big plans. Doesn't ring a bell. All right, well. I'm out. Fair enough. How'd you sleep last night? How did I sleep last night? Very well. Great. And I woke up. I woke up energetic, ready for the day. And it was the least amount of sleep that I had all week long. It I was the latest I went I, to sleep. It, it makes no sense. How'd you go to bed last night? Like one o'clock. One o'clock. That's late. It's very late. Later than usual. I was like, I was, I was awake all night. I kept waking up. I was dreaming of Slack messages. It was bad. Well, I, I don't know if I can one up you there, dreaming of Slack messages, Greg. But what I did do was I turned on the notifications for every baseball team that puts out an article at The Athletic so I can read every single thing that's happening throughout spring training. You're talking about sick. Look at this guy. Is. This guy is out of his I was, I was reading some quotes about Yusei Kikuchi. Buy the bounce back, Greg. You're good. Oh, all right. What about Mike Clevenger? You like him? Let's talk about Mike Clevenger in a bit. <laughs> but first, here's the update from Sean. Sports Grid. News update. I'm Sean Guasamaki with your BFF Sports Grid News Update. All right, guys, Josh Norman will be released by the Washington Redskins. This, according to NFL Network's Mike Garofolo. Norman has been in Washington for the past four years. It will save the Redskins $12.5 million in the salary cap. It will account for $3 million in dead money this upcoming season. Also, NFL news, the Broncos and Rams 
They're cutting scouting combine attendance. They say that their use of scouts will be better served watching film back in Denver and L.A. respectively rather than going to the combine in Indianapolis this season. All right, MLB news. MVP candidate or NL MVP Cody Bellinger says that Astros' Jose Altuve stole the 2017 AL MVP from Aaron Judge. Not holding back. He says, I thought the apologies were whatever. That's a quote from Bellinger. I thought owner Jim Crane was weak. I thought Commissioner Manfred's punishment was weak, giving the players immunity. Those guys were cheating for three years. I think what people don't realize is Altuve stole an MVP from Judge in 17 and quote. Wow. More information coming out here. 2017 Houston Astros player Tony Kemp said that when he was called up in September, he did not partake in the sign stealing. Think of that for what you may, but he claims, Tony Kemp claims that he did not partake in the sign stealing. Some uh, news from uh, soccer, Manchester City to appeal a two-year ban from the Champions League. This after violating FFP violations. Uh, Stay tuned on there. The Premier League champions will be excluded from the Champions League for the 2020-21 and 2021-22 campaigns. Stay tuned for that. All right, that's your BFF news update. Now back to Greg and Frank. So there you go. You heard all the news updates. A lot of stuff going around the NFL, of course, with Josh Norman being released. The scout's not going to the combine because it's useless. But as you mentioned before, we hit the update, Frank. It was time to talk about Mike Clevenger and Mitch Hanniger as well. Both these guys coming out with injuries over the last 24 hours. We'll start with Clevenger because that's the newest one. Clevenger, essentially, you know, you read the BS report, he tore his meniscus is what it was trying to tell you. And a torn meniscus, I feel like in the NFL, when you see torn meniscus, you're like, all right, we survived this, right? Like it wasn't an MCL, it wasn't an ACL, it wasn't a PCL. He tore his meniscus, so you're out like two to four weeks in the NFL with the tour meniscus. But in baseball, um, they're not nearly as, I don't know, uh, what's, what's the right word for this, Frank? They're not nearly as... Your meniscus is not nearly as important, I guess? Important's not the right word. No. You don't I, rely as much on your meniscus? I don't, I don't know football. that that's not true. I'm trying though. to say basically that baseball players are wussies and football players are not. Oh. What was the word I was looking for? <laughs> wussies, yeah, yeah. Wussies is the word, yeah. Sure. Fair enough. So, it, it, essentially, what Mike Clevenger is going to have to do, it depends on which knee it is. If it's, his, um, it's his left knee. So, it's his landing knee. Which is better than the other knee, actually. Because the push-off knee would be much worse. Yeah. There's much more torque on that knee. I, you know, I think it's probably bad for either leg. Listen, I mean, it's your bad. Your landing knee is not going to be good either. No, I mean, yeah. again, it's, it's bad. But torn meniscus, I don't think, it's not like it's going to keep you out for the year. But we're talking about... The number I, I keep seeing thrown around is four to six weeks. That's what he I was can say. begin to throw in four to six weeks. So he'll be probably ready by May. That's the exact timeline I was thinking as well. Early to mid-May. Sounds like there's a value there, Mike Clevenger. Oh, here we go, Greg. Fire up the value Let's of go! Mike Clevenger. Listen, you know me. I am not Mr. Um, I am not Mr. Injury Optimism. But you got a guy. Especially when it comes to Clevenger. He's never been able to stay never, healthy. Never. He's already, one season over 126 innings pitched. He's already hurt. And here I am, ready to buy. You're in. You're all in. I just feel like the value is going to be so good. Greg, look, I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, I will have my NFBC Twitter open tonight. 
to see the draft boards that are going off to find out where Mike Clevenger is being drafted tonight. Let's go! Uh, while I'm out celebrating Valentine's Day. So that, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing for Valentine's Day, man? I'm recreating my first date. Recreating? We're recreating our first date. Which is what? Local pizzeria. Nice. Local pub. Stay classy, Greg. Pizza and beer. Right. Love it. Yeah. Love it, man. I know you're probably going to some fancy Italian restaurant. Or cooking. Fancy steakhouse. Cooking. Probably spent a lot of money on groceries, though. I haven't even bought There's money somewhere in there. We haven't bought them yet. What'd you get her? Good gift? They don't get her a gift. (laughs) What? No gifts? No. All right. I bought her cards. Right there. That's nice. Thanks. Nothing like wait until the last second, huh, Greg? I didn't. What's the rush? I will give it to her tonight. I bought mine weeks ago. I know you did. It was crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know why. I don't know why either. But yeah, no, we are, uh, we're, we're cooking tonight. I mean, what I really wanted to cook, I'll show you during the break, but it takes eight hours to marinate, and I obviously don't have eight hours to marinate it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in. I don't know if you're going to, like, you're not going to have the patience to cook this. Oh, you're going to be in. I saw your fantastic Instagram post with lots of pasta. You like no, that? I was in on that. You like the Instagram I post? actually literally liked the oh, picture. Oh, thanks, man. I liked it. Appreciate that. Might be the first thing I liked on your Instagram ever. <laughs> All right, let's get back to Mike Clevenger because obviously this is huge news. Uh, you know, so was our Valentine's Day plans, man? I, you know, I was talking with uh, Constantine. I share a few NFBC teams with him. We actually just signed up for three more draft champions drafts. So, uh, uh, yeah, we have a problem clearly when it comes to uh, well, fantasy Constantine baseball. does because it's Constantine's money. Uh, I might be contributing <laughs> sooner or later, but uh, we are, we're going to be sharing a few teams coming up soon, and we're talking through you know, where do we think Clevenger's going to fall to. And initially I said, he probably drops to like the fourth or fifth round. And then I got some pushback. He's like, nah, that's too early. Yeah, you're probably right. It is too early. I was like, sixth, seventh? Now we're talking. Sixth, seventh round probably makes the most sense I'm in. for Mike Clevenger. Who would you rather have, Mike Clevenger or you Darvish? You Darvish. All right, still there. So not there yet. Okay. Yeah, because Darvish now is like a fourth, fifth rounder. All right. And we'll have, uh, we'll talk about it during the break. Somebody later on the show? Uh, that's who it is? Oh, I, just, I didn't know if you wanted to or not. Yeah, Mike Florio coming on show. Oh, Mike Florio, huge Hugh Darvish guy this season. Really? Yeah. Oh, he was man. ready to take him at the 3-4 turn in a draft. crazy. Yeah. I'm going to ask him about He's that. He's in on you, Darvish. Would you rather have... Uh, I think he goes in like that Berrios range. That's where I think Clevenger drops. He's giving to. me the range. Okay. Berrios. Berrios, Woodruff, Trevor Bauer, that whole range. I, I think that'll, that'll be the range. Corey Kluber or Mike Clevenger? Clevenger. I'm not a Kluber guy this upcoming year. You said you were going to be a Kluber. Kluber no, 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 no. Not, I'm not a Kluber guy. Carlos Carrasco or Mike, Lu- or Mike Levenger? That's, that's the range, man. That's close. I was past Corey Kluber. Zach Wheeler. There are a lot of question Zach marks Wheeler with Carrasco, man. Like, look, you can... Nobody knows. I, I think you can try and research as much as you want when it comes to Carrasco. Like, the guy had leukemia. Or has, right? So, yeah. there's no way of really knowing. Like, it's it just... He, his life is more important than fantasy baseball. That's basically what it he's comes back, to. He's back, man. He's back. He's, he's pitching. Back. All right, look, I'm just saying, like... I'm buying it. Bounce back. He's you're, my, you're buying back. He's my so comeback player of the year. So would you take Carrasco or Clevenger? I'd take Carlos Carrasco. He's healthy. Yeah, I probably would, too, but that, that's a good range. That is... You know what this is going to do, that? You want to talk about karma, Frank? Drafting Carlos Carrasco gives you karma. I drafted him in my first draft. Let's go! Draft. This is going to push up the other starting pitchers yeah. in the second and third round. No doubt about it. Like Bieber is going to move up, Snell, Strasburg, Sale, all the guys we spoke about yesterday. Moving up. Absolutely. All right, when we come back, we're going to touch on Mitch Hanniger. We're going to play a game. Both he loves you, he loves you not. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Greg, hi. What's going on? Valentine's Day edition of the program. Before we wrap up the conversation on Clev, the name that I've heard a lot of people throwing around today on hashtag Fantasy Baseball Twitter is Adam Savali. What, what should we know about him, Frankie? Aaron Savale was great last year in the 10 starts that he had in the major leagues. 2-3-4 ERA, 104 whip. Around 7Ks per 9, solid command, but the underlying numbers were not great for him last year, Greg. 4-6-1, XFIP, 4-7-4, Sierra. He doesn't get a ton of swing and miss. I think that, you know, that could actually go up a little bit this year in terms of the strikeouts. Had a Has a great minor league track record. 74 career starts in the minors, a 3-1-2 ERA, 1-1-0 whip, uh, 317 Ks and 381 and a third innings pitch. So, not going to get you a lot of strikeouts, but good command, gets ground balls. Uh, I like Aaron Savale. I don't know why people are just talking about him now. He's kind of been a sleeper-ish the entire time. The underlying numbers for him, not great. But on the surface, 10 starts that he made last year in the majors were very good. As you mentioned, those underlying numbers, not great because the exit was like over four, I believe. It was approaching five. Four, right. six, four, one. With, right. a, with a two, three, four year. So that is above four. four. Yes. Above four. <laughs> the and even in the minors, you go back, those underlying numbers aren't good. Right, like for the most part, he has kind of gotten by with smoke and mirrors a little bit, which is what kind of scared me off of him. But when he's done it for so long, though, you know, right? Sure, like, he's done it at every level of the like minors. Marco Estrada, like he did it in the majors. Sure, and the Cleveland Indians just know how to get the most out of their starting pitchers. I think another name you can look at is Zach Plesac. Yep, but his underlying numbers also even, not even worse. Yeah, his exit was over five. So Aaron Savali uh, before this injury, two sixty five in the NFBC ADP. I don't think he's going to move up all that much. Like, he had a spot in the rotation regardless. But now it's, like, solidified, right? Like, he could have been competing with Plesak. No, he was going to be the four, and Plesak was going to be the five all along. Oh, so, so that's why I don't understand why so, people are just talking about him now. So who, who's in that rotation right now? Carrasco? Carrasco. Bieber is going to be opening day starter. Let's go. My man. Carrasco's not going to be? No, I think Bieber will be. I bet you Carrasco is. I think Bieber is. Should we put a bet on that? Gentlemen's bet? Let's do it. Let's go. All right. Uh, I'll take Bieber there on opening day. And then they have Savale 3, Plesak 4, and Logan Allen. Sure. The John Cena. John Cena guy, San Diego. John Cena fan. Uh, came over with Fran Mo Reyes last year. Right. He's the five-star. All right, we'll see what happens there in Cleveland. Speaking of injuries over the last 24 hours, I was catching up with some news this morning, and I read that Mike, uh, Mitch Hanniger, excuse me, Mitch Hanniger could miss the year this season for the Seattle Mariners. Bad core injury there. Yeah, he had a microdisectomy, which is awful. a small repair of his vertebrae, and there's no time oh, it's to a back injury. Oh yeah, it's not great. God. And look, this guy has dealt with a lot. Last year, uh, he had he had like a testicular injury. Yeah, yeah, he, like testicular torsion. He, I think it was. He fouled the ball off his. Yeah. his He's not good, there, and he no. basically missed the, the rest of the, of the season. So year, yeah. he's had a really tough go at it the past couple of years. Poor dude, uh, the name to look at, Greg here is uh, Kyle Lewis. Uh, who's that? <laughs> Kyle Lewis was uh, one of the top prospects for the Seattle Mariners last year. I guess say much. They're they're uh, he's still considered a prospect, but he's a power hitter. Fine, I'm he saying out I, a lot. he just doesn't say much because their system was not very good. Well, I mean, come on, they're slowly building it back up. The Jerry Depoto trains everybody. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, but they actually, do have a lot of prospects. Kalenic, 
who they got from the Mets, Mets yeah. who people He's are very roster. excited about. Yep. Uh, and this kid, Julio Rodriguez, in the outfield, they're saying he might be the next Juan Soto. So right, a lot of go. people excited about him. But those guys will not be up this year. I highly doubt that. Kyle Lewis came up last season, hit six home runs in 75 plate appearances. Uh, and his barrel rate, Greg, 23%. Very small sample size. He can absolutely mash 38% strikeout rate. 38. That's very high. Not 28. Very high. He strikes out a lot. I can do it for me. Power is legit. Uh, They're saying uh, Jake Fraley is going to start in right field. For any of you playing in the draft champions right now, deeper format, but he did have 19 home runs, 22 stolen bases last year uh, in the minors, saying he's going to be on the strong side of a platoon in right field for the Mariners. I have a little interest in uh, little old Jake Fraley, Greg. Nope. (laughs) Greg's got nothing. Nope. Not doing it for the Seattle Seattle Mariners and Jake Fraley or Kyle Lewis for that matter. Al Lewis, man, don't sleep. I just struck out again. <laughs> no surprise there, Greg. Uh, it's Kyle Lewis. What can I tell you? <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Mitch Hanniger, Mike Clevenger. Anything else in the news of the day? No. All right. We pretty much hit it. So it is now time to play a game we like to call He Loves You. He Loves You Not. Here's how this game works, Frankie. I am going to give you uh, some stats about a player. Well, I like those. You are going to tell me if you love him or you love him not. This is going to be an interesting exercise because I'm sure you're going to ask me about players that deep down I probably don't like. This is going to be an interesting one. Let's go. Let's go. I'm just going to ask you about um, some players that I wrote down. All right. That's it. Let's go. All right. Here we go. Um, I had the hardest line drive percentage in baseball last year. Am I supposed to guess the you name? Guess, too? You don't have to guess who it is. You just tell me if you like the guy, and then you can try to figure it out afterwards. Can you tell me what that line drive rate was? No, I don't think that that's going to help me figure out who it is. I can tell you who it is. All right. He this I will say I he had the hardest line drive percentage in baseball last year. All right, it's hardest. His Babbitt was three fifty, pretty high. Home not, not really if you lead the league in line drive rate. All right, fair enough. The home run to fly ball ratio for this player eight point seven percent. Not great. Mm-mm. His hard hit percentage, because I'm sure you were wondering about that with the line drive percentage, was 38.4%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't like this guy. I'd see it in your face. What if I told you he's hit back-to-back? Uh, he has had back-to-back season hitting over 300. You have my attention. I have your attention. Batting average is a scarce category. What if I told you he had a career high in runs scored last year? He had over 100 of those. Okay. Runs, a scarce category as well. Also a scarce category is stolen bases. He stole a career low in bases last year. Mm. He is 30, over 30 years old. Do you want, I'm not going to tell you his ADP before you tell me if you love him or love you not. Um, did you mention what the batting average was? What was it? You, do I, I'll, I'll give you the batting average here. Sure. The batting average for him, let me pull it back up. I have a guess on who this player is. I, I think it was like 302. Hmm. Most runs of his career? Maybe it wasn't this person then. Uh, do I love this player? Do you love him? Do you love him not? <laughs> I guess I can't uh, settle somewhere in the middle, huh? That's not how it works the game. Right. I'm going to. Valentine's Day. You I, love him or you love I'm him not? I'm going to say uh, I do not love him. You do not love him. Yes. And my get, can I guess who this is? Sure. I'm going to guess that it's Michael Brantley. It is not uh, Michael Brantley. Okay. Do you want the ADP? Sure. 
ADP is 54. Not yet. <laughs> I, don't know that's, I don't know if that's playing in our ears or not. I think it is. Sean, if you could stop it in our ears, please. All right. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Well, all right, so the ADP is what? All right. All right. ADP is 54. 54? 54 for this guy. That's over 300. Led the league in line drive percentage. Had a career high in runs scored over 100 of those oh, last know, year. I know it is. It's DJ LeMay. It is not DJ oh, LeMay. I said it with so much confidence. So much confidence. You're still out on this player, though. You're out. You can't draft him. Sure. This player is Whit Merrifield. Oh, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Definitely out. I'm so happy I said it now. So this is the exercise that I was hoping that we were going to get, was sure. that you were going to tell me all the stats, I was going to tell you I was out on a player, right. and it was somebody I love. Sure. So you just make me look completely no, foolish. I didn't do it that I'm way. 100% out on Whit Merrifield. Why are you out on Whit Merrifield? Um, so he's going to give you a solid batting average. I think team context is not very good, obviously, with the Kansas City Royals. The stolen bases have been, while they're solid, they've been trending down, as you mentioned. Um. I, I just think players in that Not range... Trending down, only trending down last year. He went up the year before to 45 stolen bases. Last yeah. year, back down to 20. Yeah, like, he's just kind of mad, you know? Like, sure. yeah, he gives you good batting average. He gives you runs. But, like, how many of those runs is he going to give you in a Kansas City Royals lineup, even if he hits at the top of that? Uh, really doesn't do much in the power department as well. There's just <laughs> players going in that range that I'd rather have, right? Like, starting pitchers in that range. Um Outfielders, too, like a Tommy Pham, maybe a Ramon Laureano, uh, even a DJ LeMayhew that I mentioned. You said you're out. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm out on Whit Merrifield. All right. Happy I got that one right. So, you <laughs> love I, him I not. like this game. This is good. You love him not, which means it's time for our next one. He loves you. He loves you not. He's got, he loves me. He loves you not. All right, let's continue on, Frank. Here we go. His line drive percentage was over 25% last year. Greg was deep diving the line drive rates. Well, I had to find a category to kind of focus on. Okay. That's where, and that's what I did. All right. Line drive percentage was over 25%. His walk percentage was over 12%. His bat of on the year was 312. His hard hit percentage, 41.5% last year. It's pretty good. It was. His home run of five ball rate, 9.8%. Brutal. Not very good. Brutal. His OBP last year, 357. Pretty good. 357. His fly ball percentage, comparatively to his ground ball percentage, is within 1%. Okay. So if I deduce here, 25. All right. It's between 37 and 38% for both. Yeah. 37% for both. Yeah. That's correct. Nice job. He's in his 30s, much like what Maryfield was. Frank, do you love him or do you love him not? <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't really the profile type of player that I, that I usually target, although it's not a bad profile. I mean, I, it kind of is, it's right? Be, it's better for points leagues. Like, that's what you're like. These players are better for points leagues and OBP formats. In yes. Um, I'm going to go with no. I don't love this player you either. You don't love this player. No. All right, well, I'll, give you, I'll give you one more piece here. Sure. Is What if I told you his ADP was 287? I love this player. You love this player. I love this player. So you're in. Let's go. He loves him. I love him. You love him. Official. He loves me. He loves, he loves him. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Stample loves Joey Votto. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Well, come on, Greg. Context is He's everything. Oh, you. man.
I, I do not love it. I believe Joey you Votto. told me you do. I gave you the stats. I'm out. You I'm love out. Joey Votto. No. He does nothing else, man. What is he going to hit you? 15 home runs this year? So this is why you do need context because while those numbers are good, they are a far cry from the player that Joey Votto used to be. Of course. So it is a steep decline for Joey Votto, even in a good ballpark, good lineup. He just continues to trend downwards. I will have zero shares of Joey Votto this year. We'll hang out, talk to Mike Florio when we come back. We love him. He loves us not. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. With your BFFs, he's Frank, I'm Greg. And listen, we wanted to give this person an opportunity to clear the air. Of course, he's coming on the Sports Grid Network after his Sports Grid suspension and later firing. Uh, it's Michael Flora. Michael, uh, thank you for taking the time. Thank, thank you for having me. Uh, do you have anything uh, to say for yourself after you brought cheating to the BFFs? No, I, I did not think you guys were uh, were going to bring it to light. I thought, you know, my secret was safe with you guys, but uh, I was Mike Fires. You were not Mike Fires. You, you were not Mike Fires. You didn't blow the whistle. Uh, Who would be the whistleblower no, 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 no. You, here? The, you guys blew the whistle on me. Like, I, no, I was Frank. the Astros players. Frank immediately, immediately threw you under the bus. And, and Frank was Mike Fires. That's what I meant. Yes. Yeah, like, he, you guys ratted me out. Yeah, so Although we were teammates. Frank played the role of Mike Fires uh, and Jim Crane yesterday on the program. Oh, <laughs> I can't think of two people I would rather be right now than Mike Fires and Jim Crane. I'm sure, I'm sure you can. <laughs> Flora, what's up, man? How are you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? We're doing awesome. We're, uh, we just played a game called He Loves You, He Loves You Not. Would you, would you like to play before we get into some stuff? First of all, I, I, this has Greg written all over it, uh-huh. but yes, I would love to play. All right, Sean, you know what that means? It's time for another edition of... loves you, he loves you not. I'm going to give you stats about a player. Florio, Frank, all you got to do is tell me if you love him or you love him not. Happy Valentine's Day. Let's do it. Here we go. His line drive percentage was 26.3% last year. Solid. Not bad. His Babbitt was 328. Sustainable. Maybe. Maybe. His K percentage last year, 16.5%. Pretty good. All right. His hard hit percentage, I know you're looking wondering about that, 39.5%. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Home run to fly ball ratio, 9.6%. Little low. low. Little low. He had a career high in home runs, runs scored, and RBI last year. All right. Those runs scored was over 100 last year. Tough category. Man, I think I know who this is. Don't worry, I tried that before, Mike. <laughs> I failed. Multiple times. I have, I have two guests in mind. Let me just finish my stats, and then you can, uh, you can tell me if you love him, and then think, let me know who you think you love. Or don't love. Okay. Sorry. Um, 
He played a career-high 153 games last year, so a full season for this player. He's in his 20s. Mike, do you love him, or do you love him not? Well, I think, I think this is a high-end player. Uh, yes, I, I like those stats. First of all, the hard hit rate is very is solid. The, the line drive rate, very solid. And the home run and fly ball rate, that to me was the biggest stat that you said that screamed regression. Like, And if he is a career high in home runs with that low of a home run to fly ball rate, I think that more power could be in line. But uh, I guess I'll wait till after Frank says what he thinks. But I do want to guess before you reveal the play. But, you should, but, but, you right, but you're in. You he love said, him. He said I like yeah. those stats. He I, didn't like. he, I didn't hear I love. That's not an answer. It's either you love him or you love him not. Well, if I have right. to. He loves me. He doesn't say like me. Love, yeah. If I had to pick, I I lean more towards love. You than, can't lean, Florio. You're it's either you love or you're out. or you don't. I will loves me. He loves me. All right. Yeah, is that he what you me. tell Nicolette at night, Mike? Is that what you say? I, I like you. I you're lean not bad. Towards I can loving lean you. No, you say I love you. <laughs> exactly. All right. He loves him. I love this player. You love him, Greg. I love this player. Love him. You love him, <laughs> Mike. Uh, just give you a little heads up. Last segment, I said I love the player. It turned out to be Joey Votto. But he loves him. Ooh. Okay. I don't love Joey Votto. Mike Florio, you said you think you know who it is. I had two guesses, but then the in the 20s led it, led it to one. Is this Alex Bregman? It is not Alex Bregman. Uh, Do you love this player when I tell you his ADP is 156? I love him even more. Yeah. Love him even more. You both yeah. love him. You love Jorge Polanco. All right, that's not bad. <laughs> I had Jorge yeah, Polanco right. on the main event draft last year. There you go. I could get behind that. Sure. A back-end starting shortstop or a middle infielder if you grab someone early in your drafts. You're going to hit atop one of the better lineups in baseball, maybe the best lineup in baseball with the Minnesota Twins. Going to give you good batting average. Doesn't really give you much on the base paths. I think we always kind of thought he was going to take that step. Didn't. To be like a 15 steals kind of guy. Probably not going to happen, but... 20 home runs-ish, good batting average, a lot of I runs. I believe, Frankie, you're always the person that tells me from your middle infield you want speed. You always tell me that when it comes to shortstop. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to necessarily pencil yourself into that. I would like to get speed from my middle infield spot, but if you don't, then you got to make up for it somewhere else. Outfield position, maybe. Unless you're in a um, head-to-head league and you just punch steals. Yeah, and this is he's a great points league player as well. Labor Torres and Jorge Polanco, not a bad middle infield. I like Jorge Polanco. Mikey, you in a Jorge Polanco? Yeah, I've actually drafted him in a draft champions this uh, this season. I think he's one of these players. Like he had a his best season to date so far, and a lot of the projections are kind of expecting him to come back down to earth a little bit. But I don't necessarily believe that. Like projections have him projected right now, all of them between ninety and ninety one runs. He scored one hundred and seven last year, and if he's leading off for the Twins. I think he can, you know, get 100-plus runs again this year. I'm okay taking him. I just – I do feel the same way as you, Frank. I typically prefer to get speed, uh, some stolen bases from my middle infield option, so he doesn't provide that. But, again, where he's going, you know, as a back end, you could get him if you wait until, like, you know, around rounds 10 or 11 in, in the D.C.'s. I, uh, I, that's where I th- believe we got him, and I'm fine with that. Whoa, whoa, Great whoa. points league player, too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You talk about leading off for the Twins, Mike. What, what about my guy Max – Kepler. Well, if even if all right, even if they rotate or whatever they, they do with the top of that lineup, that lineup is going to score a ton of runs this year. I think uh, Polanco is safe in the runs category. Are you in on Max Kepler? 
Uh, he is not a guy that I'm like, all right, like going into drafts, like I need to get Max Kepler, but he has, I haven't actually haven't drafted him anywhere yet either, but he is a player that multiple times I've, I've considered. I just haven't yet pulled the trigger. So I guess you could say no, but it, it's not like an adamant no. Let me throw this back at you, Mike. You said he wasn't a guy that he isn't a type of guy that you go into the draft. You're like, I need to get this guy. Who are those guys this year that you go into the draft and you need to get this guy? So right now, a lot of them, like hitters wise, the two biggest ones I would say are probably, and I've drafted them in maybe all of my drafts so far this year. It's uh, Andrew McCutcheon and Justin Upton. I love those two. I actually sent Frank a, one of my latest DC drafts, and those are my outfield four, uh, three and four, I believe. And I'm fine with that. I think Andrew McCutcheon is a guy who can give you, you know, 25 plus homers. I think he's another guy who's going to score a ton of runs. He's projected to lead off for the Phillies. Leadoff hitters last year averaged over 110 runs. The Phillies leadoff spot last year produced 109 runs. So I think you're going to get a little bit of speed, home runs, runs. I think he's safe average. And for Justin Upton, I think last year was just a lost season. He wasn't healthy coming into the year, never really stayed healthy. And to me, that knee injury, it looks like it's behind him. That lineup is vastly improved. I think it's a little bit underrated, that lineup. And I just think those two guys right now are great if you wait on outfield. You can get them as back-end outfielders. I think they're going way later than they should. All right, Mike. So uh, now we're going to uh, go to Greg Sussman's camera right now and show you uh, his reaction. That's not Greg Sussman's camera. Uh, can we can we go to this? Can we go to this? Uh, Greg Sussman is gone. He was so pissed off by you saying Justin Upton and Andrew McCutcheon. He got up and left. He just left the show. Why is that? <laughs> you know how Greg is. Are you kidding me? He doesn't like to have fun. I'm fun. I'm playing a game. What's more fun than Justin Upton? Everything. <laughs> Everything is more fun than Justin Upton and Andrew McCutcheon. Are you crazy? Greg, we had Andrew McCutcheon yeah. on our GDT team and, and, last year. And then what happened, Frank? Well, he has suffered an unfortunate injury. He tore his ACL. To anybody. You're asking for. He you're asking tore to get his ACL in a in a rundown. That is not going to happen all the time. You're asking to draft a thirty up thirty thirty plus year old outfielder that you want some speed out of who just tore his ACL. You don't want any speed out of him. What do you want? Eight stolen, eight to ten yeah, stolen bases. Correct. You're not going to get that. Dude, this, you want Andrew McCutcheon to hit two sixty. Hit close to 25 home runs. And if he leads off for the Phillies, Greg, he's going to score 90-plus runs. 33 years old. I'm out. I am so out. And, oh, just, and you I saw what, you. Greg, we can't be best friends anymore. I saw you These are tweeting. like my two favorite players of all time. I saw you tweeting about Justin Upton. He had a knee injury. He'll come back and be fine. No! He well, will okay, not. Hold on a second. I don't know if you saw the reports, but he's in the best shape of his life. <laughs> Do you know how many years in a row Justin Upton has been in the best shape of his life? He wasn't in the best shape of his life. He had a busted knee last year and was sitting on his couch eating Fritos. There's no way he was Him in the best BJ shape of his life. Him and BJ have been hanging out eating Fritos. Look, Greg, all I'll say is Justin Upton before last year, and you're right, I tweeted it out, his three-year average, 258, 32 homers, 87 runs. Everybody does that. 94 RBIs. Everybody does 10 that. 10 stolen bases. But you know what? Does everyone do it at 225 ADP? That's what you have to ask yourself, Greg. Yeah. Dustin me, Upton, you get it at a great value. 32 years old, be 33 in August. I don't want, I don't want Justin Upton. I hate Justin Upton so much. There's no, you're a points league right, guru, great. Florio. How could you like Justin yeah. Upton? So, no, well, Justin Upton is, is strictly a roto guy. Of I'm course he is. McCutcheon I'm taking McCutcheon could be strictly a, a head-to-head guy. But what, what? I'm telling you, man, 
my approach this year, like, and, and this team that I'm drafting right now, it's coming out that way exactly, and I love it. High, young, exciting, high upside pitchers. That's what I'm chasing. The guys with the high strike ad rate. You guys know the pitchers I like. And these value underappreciated older hitters, Edwin Encarnacion, Justin Turner, these two outfielders. It fits, man. I'll tell you this. Hey, Chris Davis. Let's go, Greg. Justin Turner. Yes. That's a good one. All right. Well, I want to hear about those pitchers. We'll do that next week, hopefully, Mike. I need to come back and join us. Florida, we appreciate the time, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll come back. We'll talk NBA All-Star Weekend and wrap up the week here in the BFFs. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Pharrell is up next, coast to coast. He'll take you all the way to 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Sports Grid. Frank, we're done with baseball for the week. Let's move on to the NBA. We have some good stuff, actually, next week when it comes to baseball. It's a return of Frank Stample's whiteboard series where he will uh, go pick by pick. Well, let's try to see how, the, how it all breaks down, so you know what pick you want and the type of guys you can get there. I know I'm super interested in this, and I know a lot of you are as well. We will start, I believe, with that on Monday with the number one overall pick, because there is some questions about who's going to have the number one pick. So we'll do that on Monday. Something that I did want to bring up to you, why don't we just talk it, on, talk it out on the air right Always now. Always happy to do it. Is, should we do it, like, split screen? Do one side for Roto, one side for head-to-head? You can do that, sure. Would that make sense? Oh, I thought you were just... it, might, it might change your approach. So it's not really a split board. I thought you were yeah. going to split Well, that's screen. what we did for the football. Maybe a split screen do... with like you writing it down, and then like my reaction to the pick. <laughs> well, we can do that as well. But I was thinking we do uh, from two different formats. We'll do it from like a head-to-head points perspective Love it. and from a Roto perspective. Oh, fantastic. That is great. You also oh. do 15-team leagues, 12-team leagues. Nah. I guess just do 12-team. It's easier. Yeah. More people Majority play. of people play in 12-team leagues. Even though I feel like you don't think that anymore because you're you know, a fantasy baseball snob now. Is that true? Yeah. I don't think so. Nah, I feel like when you give me ADPs and somebody's like, 15-team leagues. I, my mind automatically See? does translate Frank Stample, now a fantasy baseball snob. But- <laughs> This those, kid. those are the drafts I'm always doing. Wait now. a minute. Those Wait. are the drafts I'm always doing. Did we even make the announcement yet on the air? What? Speaking of Mr. Fantasy Baseball Snob over there? Oh. About dreams coming true? Yeah, we had, yeah I'm surprised we didn't do it yesterday. We didn't do it yesterday. How did we forget? Oh, I think we had a lot going on yesterday. It's true. This guy, the boyhood dream has come true. I wish, Sean, I gave you Vince McMahon's soundbite for that. Because it's true. Because since Frank Stample was a little... College freshman. All he's ever wanted was to join Tout Wars. To be the expert in Tout Wars. Alongside the greatest fantasy baseball minds ever. I feel like you're mocking me. He would go to the bar. He would sit there with his water because he couldn't drink a beer. And he would watch guys like Scott Engel stare into their computers like this. He's the king. Don't disrespect the king. They would stare at their computers. They would fight over what they said and what they didn't. They would fight over the machine not working properly. To be fair, Nando DeFino did not have a computer. No, he was inebriated. No chance, so that's what you got. He does, this is true. 
And Frank went there, living the dream. He wanted to be a baseball expert. He wanted to play in Tout Warriors. And in 2020, Frank Stample is joining Tout Warriors. The boyhood dream has come true, Greg. You are correct. The Tout Warriors head-to-head points, 12-team auction, Sunday, March 15th, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Absolutely stacked group here, Greg. It is a I'm going up against Ian Khan. It looks crazy. I'm auctioning against Ian Khan twice in a four-day span. Well, I can help you. You're actually right. I know. I know he's a big Shohei Otani guy, right? I just always assume he's going to get Shohei Otani. Do you want me to just like try to figure out what he's doing and just you know who else? for you? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely do that. Uh, you know who else is joining the league for the first time? Our buddy, Nick Pollock. Dan Sh- I, saw, I saw that. Dan yeah. Strafford's in the league as well? Dan Strafford is, is not in the league. Really? Oh, he's in a, he, must he, wasn't, a he wasn't it last year. He's in a different one than I saw it. Uh, so, also, I know that... Andy Barron's Andy in this one? Andrew Lamont is Boy, part of it. Spurs in this one? Alex Chamberlain? Clay Link? Clay Link is a great player as well. Oh I mean, there's God. a lot of great players Great players. Here. Ariel Cohen, he does the ATC projections on Fangraphs. So, the reason I bring this up for Frank... And little and the, old me. And the boyhood dream coming true, because he tweeted this. I don't want to get too sappy, but this has long been one of my aspirations... As a college student, I would head to Tout Wars to watch the likes of Nano Dofino, Scott the King Angle, and Al Melchior take part in auctions. I got a lot of likes on that tweet. I look forward to doing the same got the beta king. with this exquisite group. <laughs> Get up for Frank Stample, everybody! You know, Greg, what, what, are, what are your dreams? What are your dreams, huh? My dreams come true every day when I get a sit across from you, baby. Oh, there you go. Yeah, what a, what a suck up. Absolutely. You have hosted game shows here on the network, so that's got to be pretty close when to the I host, Greg. When I host a game show in front of the world? Uh, on the NBA Twitch channel? <laughs> <laughs> that's the peak of my career. Right <laughs> when I can host a real game show, we're talking now. Look, man, you've already, you have got the company to pay for a game, a show, game mic. show mic. Yeah. What's better than that? You know what? The, 20, much. the $25 mic cost a lot of time when we bought it, but I got it. I think people like it. Actually, I'm very excited, Greg. As, as you should be, Much man. as you're making fun of me. Listen, you should be. It's what you've wanted to do for a long time. I'm really happy for you because you've been wanting this for, for, since I've known you. Yeah. You're always, you always upset that Florio got it and you didn't. And <laughs> I wasn't always upset. I was happy for him as you well. You were not. I sat across from you No, that I day. was happy for Oh, him. I don't think so. No, yes, I was. All right. Now, now, who do I root for? Michael Florio and Craig Mish. Drafting back to back. Well, one's your co-host, one, and one cheated. One's my former co-host. Well, he cheated. He's a cheater. I, I, I got to go with my current co-host, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell that, yeah, was. that was either. Uh, Craig Mish, you got to go with the current co-host. I have to go with my current co-host. You should go to that draft and be like, "Yo, Florio, <laughs> family feud style." Whoa, you almost knocked over your mic there. It's a draft and hold format, Greg, so it's all online. That's but not fun. I'll try my best. Like whenever I see Mike on. On the clock, is it? Is I'll, I'll continuously text him nonstop. Where is this? To mess him up. By the way? <laughs> what? Where is Tower's? It's at the Stewart Hotel. When, I'm sorry. When is Tower's? It's uh, the draft that I'm doing. It's that entire weekend, but Sunday, March 15th, 2 p- uh, at 2 p.m. Sunday? Oh, man. So, that Greg, that weekend is absolutely stacked. Right. Thursday, we had the GDD well, auction. Well, the reason I asked was, I, I know. Friday is the Tower's Wars dinner. Saturday. Tower's uh, dinner. You get a dinner now. Yes, I do. Look at this. <laughs> this guy gets a dinner. Uh, and next year, they'll be putting my face on the money after I win the championship. Oh! You gotta do, what, where do, what do they serve you? I, have, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever's on the menu, I guess. They always have a bunch of different things. Do you, uh, different burgers. Do, and it's like do, you gotta wear, do you gotta wear like a tux to this? It's at Foley's. Greg, you've been to it. It's in a bar restaurant. Do you, wear, do you gotta wear a tux? 
I don't have to. I can. You gotta I look want. like Pharrell. Look at this. Look at this guy. Yeah, maybe I could wear a basketball shorts and a and a suit jacket. I know one knows <laughs> where the basketball shorts are under the table, man. <laughs> I yeah. mean, no, he has picked up his leg throughout the course of the show. <laughs> I think he might have shaved everyone. I think he might have shaved his leg on the show. Basketball shorts and basketball kicks and a blazer, and I support it. It's important. Anyway, <laughs> Frank Tout Warriors. You still gotta I, shoot some hoops. I would have been there to support you, but uh, unfortunately, I have plans. So we're not broadcasting NFBC that weekend. That, 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 sun, that Sunday, I can't. That, so I got the GDD auction with you Thursday. Friday, I don't have a draft. Oh. Saturday, I have the main event at 12 p.m. Right. And then there's a Tout Wars drafts going on all throughout that day. Uh, and then Sunday, I have the main event at 10 a.m. And then I have the auction after that. So, dude, my weekend is stacked. stacked. That's a crazy weekend. Stacked weekend. Great, crazy weekend. Frank, and also Saturday. Congratulations, buddy. Thanks, buddy. I know how important uh, it is. We got five minutes left. Let, let's give out some predictions here on the NBA. All right. Friday night, we got it's Team uh, team World. Against Taking Team on USA. Team USA. The we world. got some line movement. It's opened movement. up at four and a half. It's up to six. USA favored by six right now. I like the world, don't you? Is, is I'm he, with you. I mean, Luca plays in that team, right? Yeah. Uh, he's like the best he probably cares more about the All Star game than he does Maybe. The, the Rising Stars Challenge. It's, it's, not, it's debatable. Uh, let, let's look through some of these rosters right now. Please the do. world also has DeAndre Ayton. Seems good. They have RJ Barrett, great Nick player. Canadian. Shy Gildas Alexander. Canadian. We love Shy Gildas Alexander. We do. Big fans of Shy. Rui Hachimura. We love Rui. Love that. What else you got? We have Nikel Alexander Walker, Josh Okogi. How did he make Brandon it? Clark. Oh, I love Brandon Clark. You know, I'm a, dropped 27 points the other day. Big Brandon Clark guy. Mo Wagner. Uh, Nicolo Melli. All right, maybe USA has a pretty good shot here. Right, USA stack, too. The US team. have Zion, Tyler Hero, Trey Young, PJ Washington. John Morant. Miles Bridges, John Morant, like, Jaron Jackson, Kendrick seems, Nunn. I like this team. Devontae Graham, Colin Sexton, Eric what? Pascal. This team's good. But are they six points better? I mean, I don't know how you got to follow the money, those. huh? Yeah, I think you got to follow the money. The total in this game. <laughs> 309 and a half. Dude, it was at 298 earlier today. You said Zion. It was at 298 earlier today. It's at 309 <laughs> It's moved 11 points. I like the under. So the reason why points. I remember that is because both of the lines for the All-Star game and the Rising Stars game were exactly the same, 298 and a half. Interesting. And they've both been moving. The uh, All-Star game's up to yeah. 299 and a half. And the, but you like uh, that? Team Giannis or Team LeBron? Uh, I haven't... Team LeBron. LeBron wiped the floor with Giannis in the draft. Yeah. Wipe the floor. LeBron's not losing on a Kobe day. He's not losing. Yeah, you're probably and he's right. Gonna about win that. By at least, he's going to win by at least five. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah. All right, let's go to All Star Saturday night. No, yeah, I mean, this uh, is where the real fun is at. No odds on the slam dunk contest over at the FanDuel Sportsbook. So we'll start with the skills challenge here. The skills challenge early in the night. The favorite to win this one, it's Brooklyn net guard Spencer Dinwiddie at plus 380, followed by Jason Tatum at plus 430. Frank, who is your favorite bet here? I actually already put a bet in on this. All right. And to no surprise, it's got to be my guy, Pam Adebayo. He's my guy. That's fine. He's not your guy. He's definitely my guy. <laughs> what? Pam's been my guy. He has been our guy. Fair enough. All right. All right. He's not just your guy. He's not just my guy. He's our guy. You both just... love Bam Adebayo. All right. But here's what you have to look at, right? When it comes to the skills challenge, you have to find someone who is young, looking to prove themselves. They're hungry. When you get these superstar kind of guys in here, Agreed. like Jason Tatum won it last year, I don't think he's really going to care much about it. He wants him. to defend his crown. Chris Middleton... He's like, all right, you know, whatever. I'm just here. I'm an all star. Like, whatever. I cannot believe Pascal Siakam's not going to care about this. You haven't bet on the right winner. Shai Gildas Alexander's not going to care about this either. You haven't bet on the winner, Frank. The ones that I would bet on are the two long shots. Look at this. The odds have changed since we made this graphic. Pam Adebayo and your boy, the Dominator, 
DeMontis Sabonis. The odds have changed since we bet on this. People have bet on Sabonis. Because right now with the Vandal, or not bet on Sabonis, rather, they bet on Patrick Beverly. Because Beverly's odds are now plus 750 at the Vandal Sportsbook. DeMontis Sabonis is now plus 900. The only issue for, for Bam might be hitting the three. The Dominator. It's the only thing that gives me pause. Samantha Sabonis. The three. Samantha Sabonis. All right, speaking of three-pointers, go to the three-point contest now. The favorite is Joe Harris at plus 350, followed by Trey Young at plus 390. But they, those are not the answers. The answers is the guys whose odds is dropping right now. You see right there, plus 450, 460. It's now up to plus 500 with the future winner of the, of the three-point shootout. That. He's Davis Bertans. And I actually placed a wager on Davis Bertans as well, so I'm with you here, Greg. I'm guessing my uh, $20 bet did not move the line. Doesn't seem like <laughs> either it. direction. You're going to win money. At plus 500, I do like Davis Bertans uh, and Trey Young. Trey Young, here's why, Greg. With that Mountain Dew shot, which counts for more, you know that Trey Young has unlimited range. That's going to matter in this contest. Trey Young. Remember I said it, the Mountain Dew shot. Buddy Heels, my guy, as well. I want to thank Sean and Alex downstairs. Pharrell is up next. Frank and I will see you on Monday. We, we hope. hope. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more.